Tyler, bad case of gas dentering. I'm Connery, blind, stupid, simple, doodah, clueless, lock, Hanson. <laughs> I don't even remember that part. <laughs> That's what Two-Face says the first time you see him. Oh, right. And this is The Franchise, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises, big, small, and everywhere in that tween. <laughs> oh, same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> that got you good, huh? <laughs> and uh, Caprice is here. Hey. <laughs> our good friend Hi. Caprice Castano back after Back to the Future Part 3 her favorite movie all of our favorites movies I'm, I'm back I'm back I'm back thank back you so again. much for coming back you know it was a big effort after the last movie you made me watch but it's all good yeah. you know I just, uh, I didn't watch a movie. I just watched a music video by Seal. That's what we were doing today, right? Yeah, you watched yes. it for the amount of time that, uh, the running time of Batman Forever is, right? Yes. So you watched so it Over about... and over and over. Two and a half hours about. Like, two <laughs> about hours and three minutes. Three hours and yeah. 12 minutes. There's some good <laughs> scenes where it's like Jim Carrey doing a thing and it lands on one of the beats of the song and it's it's a masterpiece. I would have to say, yeah. If you didn't watch that as well, you missed out. I don't think I, I, you know what, you guys, I don't think I did watch the music video for Seals, Kissed by a Rose, with this song, with this movie happening in the background of it. Mm. I only watched it once, but in the length of it being two hours, so it's just very, very (laughs) slow. Well, I'm an, I'll jump into something then if we're going to just talk about the song. So that, (laughs) that is my go-to karaoke song. Um, Oh, And I usually end up on the floor screaming the lyrics. And, you know, I feel like I kind of introduced my boyfriend to that song because I forced him to listen to me do karaoke of it. Mm. And he didn't know that it was connected to Batman Forever. Wow. So that was a big, big revelation today for him. I almost forgot that it was even connected to Batman Forever at all until I was sitting through the credits (laughs) and just like on my phone. Then I heard Kiss by a Rose start playing. I was like, that's right. Yeah, very loosely <laughs> kissed by roses in here. I immediately got aggressive when it wasn't the first song on the credits. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I was like, excuse me, kissed by the rose. That's that's the song. <laughs> What's this orchestra bullshit happening? <laughs> it wasn't even orchestra. It was like whatever music was happening in the glow rave. I feel like. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It's like more actiony. Yeah, I thought it would yeah. always play first too, but like, I feel like just like this movie, like <laughs> "Kiss from a Rose" is just weird and like definitely permeated culture way more than it should have because it's connected <laughs> to this. Like, I don't think I've listened to a single other Seal song besides no. this. Yeah, no. You know, okay, a few things. He hates the song. He doesn't like it. Oh yeah. Oh. He thinks it's poorly written. And the song came out a year before Batman, like, already released. So someone involved with this movie was like, you know what what song would match tonally with this film? It's Kiss by Rose by Seal. And, like, that that makes it so much... Like more, it, it, I don't, I don't even know what it makes it. It's a gigantic confusing. leap in logic to like connect those two together. To the only thing I'm like, maybe because of Nicole Kidman, but I don't know. Otherwise, I don't, like, I don't well, know what else. I don't know. You mean like horny pants McGee? Is that who you're talking yeah, about? Like the horniest person to ever exist in a Batman movie. 
Oh, did you say horny pants? Yeah. Okay, I thought pants. you said corny pants. I'm like, yeah, they're all corny. I'm like, oh no, yeah, absolutely. Like, all she wants to do is fuck Batman. That's it. She wants to touch his little nipple sleeves. Mm. sleeves. I don't. Okay, let's get into it. Let's start. We yeah. got to start. Hey, I just want to say one last thing about. Uh, I know <laughs> this is the best place to start all of this, especially since we're gonna jump out of the movie and then back in probably. But Good. the day Joel Schumacher died. Seal on Instagram posted a video of him talking about the history of Kiss from a Rose and how it was a song before this movie came out. And I guess Joel Schumacher like heard the song at some point. It was like, hey, like we've already like picture locked the movie, but I really like the song. Can I like put it in the credits? Um, and Seal wasn't like very well known at all at that point. And then they did. He's and, like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh wow! So it's all his fault. Okay, <laughs> they put it in, and then um, they even used it, like the top of the Gotham PD like set where the bat signal is for the music video. <laughs> they already had that set built. So they just shot the yeah. music video there. And that's why it feels like it should be all over the movie. I think in part two, because it's like mm. the music video is all Batman, but they really don't have any kind of connection to each other. <laughs> like the should be some kind of dance sequence between like chase and Bruce Wayne, They're, like dancing at a bowl and see and kiss by a rose is playing or something, but it's just at the end of the credits. Yeah. Also, I want to say, I knew it was Kiss from a Rose, but then Connery said by a Rose, and so I got self-conscious, so I've been saying it wrong, so I'm going to give you an insert for every time I say it wrong in the beginning. From. So just replace that for all the times I said Kiss by a Rose. Okay, I'll, I'll okay. fix it so from. it's from by a Rose. <laughs> Two Rose, love, Batman. Kiss by a from. <laughs> Sincerely me. <laughs> yeah, I used to. I, I mean, I, I was just calling it "Kiss by a Rose" before, like, right before the recording, and I'm like, okay, "Kiss from a Rose," because I always thought it was "Kiss by a Rose," but it's not. I did too. Now, from. Well, thank you for that lesson, at least Caprice. Now we know it's "Kiss from a Rose." From. 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 <laughs> and you would think I would know because I probably sing that song. Well, I do it drunk every single time, but I, I do it maybe once a week. That's that's being blared out of my boyfriend's apartment in K-Town of me just Dang. belting that song out. So I should when, know. When we all return to normal, I feel like I need to see this performance. I'm not even going to call it a song. You performing Kiss from a Rose because it sounds yeah. just dynamic and epic. It, it's fun. It's a good it's time. Fun. You know what's not fun? This movie. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I would call this movie fun. That is something I'm I... <laughs> that is one thing I would say to describe it. <laughs> I, of course, said uh, that you loved Back to the Future 3 sarcastically, and um, I was like, oh, cool, like, finally this movie that Caprice likes a lot, because I remember last time we watched it, you're like, yeah, and then now you're like, uh, it's not so good, but I think it's the whole thing where, like, it's probably like with me, too, where I just watched it, like, 30 times as a kid, and I don't know if I even, like, really, like, liked it that much, but it was just always on, like, what was it? And you can't, okay, same, I've just seen it so much, and it's so, it, it does... You know, it really does feel like a superhero movie for real. You know, it feels like a comic book, which I can appreciate. Yeah. Um, but Tyler, when we tried, we tried to watch it at some point, right? I think we watched the whole thing, but Lily was there and she just hated the whole movie. <laughs> oh, and we were all trashed. Like, oh, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So I'm less trashed tonight. Very sober, actually. I mean, I'm drinking a tequila shot right now, but. It's to wake you up. Yes, Absolutely. No, that movie woke me up quite a bit. I needed to come down. 
Yeah. Caffeine will kill ya! <laughs> oh my god, I was just gonna say that. I was, that was just gonna come out of my mouth. I did think that. I'm like, will it though? Like, there's a bunch of lines that Jim Carrey says in this movie, and I'm like, is, is that like a thing? It's not a joke. Like, 60% of what he says isn't a joke. It has no punchline. <laughs> like, later on, he's like, surf's up, big kahuna. I'm like, all right. And then he's like, whoa, we may have to settle for the bronze. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> you're kind of funny. Should I say, terminated? Just dead silence. I, I don't even know. <laughs> he says a few lines that are very um, Ace Ventura, too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, this that is, are... what, like a year after? Am I? Yeah, oh, okay. probably. That makes sense. Then that's why they're allowing him just to go absolutely ape shit. Because there was that year that Jim Carrey did Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, and The Mask. 1994. Yeah, this is the year right after. Ooh. So he was. That's like the famous year where he like just blew up, and his his uh quote went from like I don't know like something I don't remember the exact numbers. It's something like sixty thousand dollars for Ace for Ace Ventura, I think. And then by the time The Mask came out, it was like. <laughs> He was making almost twenty million or something like that. It's just some <laughs> crazy blow up in one year. Yeah, it's nuts. So, which also put, it, plays into. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's. Oh wait. <laughs> it also plays into how Tommy Lee Jones just like hated Jim Carrey. Apparently, working on this movie. Is that why he hated him? Because he was making a, he blew up so quick. I think that's part of it. And like Joel Schumacher was saying that. Um, Tommy Lee Jones like is great at like stealing scenes like he loves to steal a scene and like mm-hmm. he's an Oscar winning actor at this point and everything yeah but Jim Carrey was like the big thing at this time so he's probably <laughs> well like, he was uh... the big thing like as soon as he became the Riddler I don't know I don't know in this movie okay are we going chronologically or are we just going for it well we're just gonna go we're okay. just driving this car and taking it wherever it goes okay so what I noticed and I didn't know if it was part of the plot if like the Riddler is su- like got some of Two Face's brain juice, but like as soon as Jim Carrey's doing his thing, I feel like Two Face becomes this kind of like mute, like bumbling, yeah. just kind of monster out of nowhere, and it just feels like Tommy Lee Jones is just like, well, I guess I can't be the star, so I'm just gonna make a lot of faces. I don't know, it was so the t- the shift was so weird. Yeah, yeah. he becomes Riddler's sidekick in like a really weird way. It's like, oh, okay, you're not this is weird. <laughs> just because yeah. I like him a lot in the beginning, like I'm like, oh, he's great, and then I'm like, oh, he's, he's gone, alright. Well, at first, he's just the Joker from he's just Nicholas, or not Nicholas Cage, fucking Jack Nicholson's <laughs> <laughs> he's just Jack Nicholson's Joker, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he even threatens to throw money all over citizens of gotham like very joker plan from batman 89 but i would i going back to what you're saying about uh tommy lee jones not or not caring for jim carrey when the first scene where jim carrey is interacting with val kilmer i'm like oh my god i bet val kilmer wanted to murder jim carrey because you know that val kilmer hates working with anyone yeah. And like, just when I saw him like touch, when I saw him touching him, I was like, "Oh my god, Val Kilmer probably like put a cigarette out on Jim Carrey at some point." Like, <laughs> yeah, especially when uh, Island of Doctor Moreau, I think, was right after this. Oh, really? So yeah, he was in full asshole mode. Yeah, for sure. I knew it. I could just look on his face. Oh yeah, it is right after tell. this. So is the Saint because he was he was supposed to do Batman and Robin, but he chose to shoot the Saint instead. Oh. Caprice's all-time favorite film. Yes. 
I wish there was a sequel so I could be on the podcast about the saint. Two face, more like twelve face. Right. Val Kilmer's a saint. Yeah. You know what? I know what you're talking about now. At first I didn't, but now I know. This is when Val Kilmer disguises himself as a bunch of people, right? That's that movie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. And I'm I'm on, I'm on board now. I know where we're going. Yeah. You better be sorry. Everyone knows the saint. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone knows exactly I've what seen... we're talking about. That highly acclaimed Val Kilmer movie where he disguises himself as like 20 different people. And he goes, It's oh, very good. It's early. You want to get a coffee or something? <laughs> yeah. His like weird German. Uh, German, like, I think kind of trying to be gay. I'm not exactly sure if he. Effeminate I don't German know. man. A- effeminate, yeah. But he's also like Feminine hitting German. on the bad guys too, a little bit. So I don't know. It's. Uh, Anyway, so Batman, forever and ever. Yeah, let's back up. Again. Let's back up because, like, like okay. we were saying before, like, what did you? You said you grew up watching this, so is that like yes. part of? Because this is definitely the one I've seen the most out of all of the like Schumacher and Burton Batmans for some reason. Yes, I guess just because of the time it came out and it was always on TV. So I'm guessing yep. it was the same for you. But like, I don't like why. Why did you want to talk about this one in particular? <laughs> I don't know. Um, no. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. I, I regret. <laughs> I, re- I regret everything. Um, no, I guess I. Um, yeah, it is one that I've seen the most, and I, 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 it's, it's also just really fun. It's a fun watch. Like it's really, it's really easy to watch. Like my, my boyfriend was not expecting to sit and watch the whole thing with me, but he just like, you know, just you just can just kind of stare at the screen. You don't really have to watch anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy and sucked out by the Enigma box. Yeah, I guess we were. But I think, you know, with, with Burton's Batman, those are those are fun and cool, but they're they're not as flashy, which is no, crazy really. to say. <laughs> when you that's a wild statement. But this, this movie's very flashy, like Yes. I was getting a migraine when we get to like Riddler Island or whatever at the end when there's just like a bunch oh. of holographic lights like all over everyone's face and then like just a lot of party lights and everything. It's like, oh, what's yeah. happening? I can't see anything. <laughs> it's so like bright though at the same time. It's also weird because this movie's very crowded. Like every scene there's yeah. way too many people and like being in isolation right now. Did anyone get like a little claustrophobic like <laughs> seeing a bunch of people together? I was like, separate yourself. <laughs> Especially the the scene in the alleyway, like the the black light scene with with Robin. I was like, I was like, that's a lot of people. <laughs> He's fighting all of them because he forgot his uh, Batman forgot his suit. <laughs> what I forgot my suit. Oh my god! I I don't even I completely forgot for some reason that this included the Robin. And the grown man Robin. The grown man Robin. Like when I saw, <laughs> when I realized what was happening in the scene where horny Nicole Kidman is with Val Kilmer and they're about to watch a circus perform- performance, I was like, oh no, that's this one. <laughs> that's part of this. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I just saw Batman and Robin not too long ago and I forgot that this part is in this movie. I just always associate that everything with Bat- with Robin is in Batman and Robin because it's called <laughs> Batman and Robin. Yes, but then I always same. remember that he goes, holy rocks, Batman. And then he's like, what? At the end? So I'm like, oh, no, it's got to be this movie. <laughs> it's. I think he says right. holy metal, or right? 
I'm like, holy metal yeah. island. He says something yeah. really weird. And then Belcom's like, what? Yeah, holy metal island. Batman goes, what? There's a bunch of There's holes. There's holes in this metal island. And then Belcom just goes, oh. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, that was worth it. <laughs> yeah, because Val Kilmer hates everyone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I just, okay, I want to start off right, like, right off the bat. Yeah. Nicole Kidman is the most absurd. I, I just... I love that she's supposed to be a psychologist and she's obviously the most, no pun intended, but batshit crazy, I think, <laughs> of everyone in this movie. Like, she is literally batshit crazy. Yeah. yeah I, I expected her to become a, another, a third villain by the end of the movie <laughs> with her obsession with Batman. I'm like, because this is the first time I ever saw this movie like all the way through just leveling with you guys. This is my first experience watching Batman Forever. Right, and I was I was like, okay, when's Nicole Kidman's evil turn gonna happen? I I have no idea what villain she's going to be, but <laughs> probably one that's obsessed with Batman like all the others. But no, she just she's fine, just really really into Batman in a creepy way. Yeah, as a kid, I would get this movie mixed like I would get her mixed up with uh, Poison Ivy and Batman and Robin because when you're at least when mm-hmm. I was a kid, I would just get all these movies mixed up together. So yeah. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, I, yeah, I did definitely expect her to become like a villain or something, and I also just like didn't know who Nicole Kidman was at that point. <laughs> I was like, she's Uma Thurman, right? Right, <laughs> pretty much. Other blonde, other tall blonde lady. <laughs> yeah, but it's it is shocking and it's immediate, and then the whole like. Oh, I'm in love with someone else now, <laughs> and then like Batman. literally telling that to Batman. I don't know. It it was the most absurd. I mean, most of the Batman love stories are pretty absurd, but this one, oh, yeah. I don't, and like re-watching it as a, a sober adult, <laughs> it is a whole different experience. Like, I, I don't know, I, I didn't really understand what Jim Carrey was doing. Yeah. I just thought it looked cool. And also, I thought, what a great Halloween costume is when he's still like oh, the yeah. goofy scientist and then just put like a blender on top of your head. <laughs> with, like maybe like, That's a good one. With like a toilet seat and like paint everything mm-hmm. silver. Yeah. That'd be sick. But yeah, it was an interesting watch. But that that stuck out to me the more than any other performance is just the absurdity of Nicole Kidman. This is a random question. Do 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 either of you remember the show Tool Academy? Uh, I it was on like on Spike TV or something. I never watched it, but it's this really absurd reality show where these girlfriends make their boyfriends who are like cheaters and weird. There's like party animals and whatever, but they like enroll them in the tool academy where they have to learn how to be a good boyfriend i hate this already (laughs) but anyway so like each of the tools they get their own nickname like (laughs) tattooed tool or like naked tool or good Why is tool at the I end thought of you were gonna one? say like ripsaw or something like that. <laughs> no, they just they give them a like a, a thing before tool, right? So yeah. when I was watching this, because I've been binging it because there's nothing else to do right now. There's so I was like giving to all the do but watch Tool Academy right now. You're right. <laughs> I'm doing it right now too. <laughs> so I, when I was watching this movie, I was giving all of the characters. Their tool, tool names. Name. So. Laid on me. Nicole Kidman, of course, horny tool. Yep. I would say Alfred is stubborn tool. Two-Face, obvious. Two-Faced tool. <laughs> Don't even a, change much for that. It's a given. And then, you know, a Riddler is just. Harvey Tool-Face. Harvey Tool-Face. Tool. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Do you remember that name they had for me down at the DA station? <laughs> what was it? And then, you know, I think Riddler would just be overactor tool. tool. <laughs> overactor tool. He really can't tell. <laughs> I like how Jim Carrey tries to get out of the entire performance by saying, I can't tell sometimes when I'm like overacting. Like he says that in the movie. Was that oh over God. the top? I can never tell. I'm just like, yeah. all right, you're just doing your thing. <laughs> Don't know yeah, what to tell you. Um, speaking to Nicole Kidman in the intro of this movie, I... I like I, I legitimately like how he like, like oh where's Batman? The bat signal's going, and then he just like flows through the bat signal and lands. Yeah, that's pretty fun. And then she, Good. but then she's just like hot entrance. It's like, do you, who is this person? That's what he's like. He's like, who the hell are you? And, and then then he quotes her book. Which she's like, yeah, I've read your work. It's insightful, but naive. <laughs> just mean to this woman right off the bat. And then she like calls him a flying rodent. And then she, he's just like, bats aren't rodents, Dr. Meridian. Actually. And then she just says, you are interesting. I'm like, why is that interesting? Why is it interesting that bats aren't rodents? Like, it's just such weird dialogue. No, she came to Gotham with one agenda, to fuck Batman. And she doesn't care what he says, what he does, what his personality is. Like, she's just going to do it. She likes men on motorcycles. She likes leather. And now she likes rubber. Black. She's living in a Joel Schumacher world, so. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I have a very... So, this might be too hard, but... This movie featured an escape slide in Batman's house. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right? That's the part where he yeah. goes, lock. Or wait, wait, wait. Chair. <laughs> yeah, lock. Just chair. chair. And then he goes Open. down the escape slide. What mm. other 90s movie features an escape slide? Ooh. Oh. My guess is blank check. That's uh. close. But they have, they're, okay, there's a slide, but it's not an escape slide. <laughs> Panic room. <laughs> That's not a 90s movie. Well, come on, cut me some slack. I'm not an encyclopedia like you two. Um, it came out in '93. Jurassic Park. No, wait, no, wait, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. I'm a liar. Hold on, hold on. Wrong movie. Wrong movie. There's two of them. <clears throat> there's two escape slides in the movie, or there's two movies. No with escape slides. There's two movies. This came oh, out geez. in '91. '91. Uh, Edward Scissorhands <laughs> is a well-known movie. Well, yeah, give us another well hand. Edward Scissorhands is closer because of. The environment that he lives in. A sub a suburb, so the suburbs. Well, I'm talking about like the house. Oh, okay, so spooky house. Night trap. No. <laughs> Tyler, one more guess. Um it's in a house. <laughs> can I get one more hint and can I ask it? Is does it happen to have Sinbad in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. That's Adam's not gonna get family. me anywhere. Adam's family has an escape. Uh, oh, slide. the first one? Yes. Oh, well, you'll have to come back when we talk about Adam's Family then. Mm-hmm. Oh, please let me talk about Adam's Family Values. It's one of my favorite movies. It's so good. And I just watched it sober and an, as an adult, and I really liked it. You keep good. mentioning sober and as an adult. Because the, both of those things now have to be my criteria for watching movies or it doesn't count. As opposed to... Yeah, it's like when you're blasted and you watch something like, that was great. And you're like, no, yeah. I'm going to sober. I'm going to sit down and I'll watch it again as an adult. As opposed to drunk baby. <laughs> yes exactly i feel like uh batman definitely hasn't learned his lesson from batman returns at this point because there's a part where who's even talking he's talking to chase meridian then he gets in his uh batmobile and he just says (laughs) women 
I was like, what the you hell, You read dude? my mind. Like, I was what? about to talk about that. <laughs> he goes, women. <laughs> it's like, what a piece of shit. He learned nothing. Wait, what was the other one? Uh, oh, when Batman Returns, basically, he just learns to respect women. <laughs> like, Which which woman? In uh, Catwoman. Are you talking about Batman oh. Forever? Or... Um, I don't know. No, it doesn't matter. He it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> he just... Catwoman, or he's, she's like, oh, you wouldn't hurt a, a woman, would you? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she, like, whacks him. But then by the um, end of the movie, he learns, like, it's, like, Christmas Day, and that, or Christmas yeah. Eve, and he's just like, yeah. goodwill towards all men and women. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> nice job, Bruce. <laughs> You're a basic human being. So what do you think about Val Kilmer as Bruce, old Brucey? I kind of enjoy emotionally repressed Bruce Wayne. I thought he did a good job. I mean, I guess Michael Keaton's not necessarily emotionally repressed because he's just like emotionally weird. Yeah, yeah he's a weirdo. So I guess Val, like, Kilmer... Val Kilmer has like an emotional problem, and Michael Keaton's a weirdo. Yeah, he definitely doesn't. Yeah. feel so much like Bruce Wayne, but I think when he's Batman, especially in like the third act when they're on the island of like the mm-hmm. brain drain place, like that actually feels kind of like maybe it was because of the Riddler trap too. It feels more like comic book. Bruce Wayne or like Arkham Asylum Bruce Wayne where he's just like yeah it's like oh he's actually pretty good at or sorry Arkham Asylum Batman not Bruce Wayne you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it just feels yeah. like he's actually Batman but mm-hmm. I don't know as Bruce Wayne he's okay he's probably he's definitely like my least favorite I think but. I like the scenes with the the big bat because it made me think of my favorite scene in The Dark Knight Returns which imprinted on me when I was a teenager and read it for the first time with the He's telling the story about how the bat came towards him the first time as a kid. And there's like one panel of like the bat's scary devil face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and this movie kind of does the same thing. And I was like, yay, it's my favorite scene in the comic. Kind of brought to life in the movie with that stupid bat, puppet bat like flapping towards him. Yeah, well, it's actually but, a deleted scene that like when Joel Schumacher died earlier this year, people were talking about like, oh, release the Schumacher cut because it's all this like, right. you know, like Snyder cut and all that. Uh, there's a deleted scene you can look up on YouTube where it is like a giant like animatronic bat like even yeah. bigger than that and they kind of like yeah I've seen that like it spreads its wings yeah. and he has his arms open wide it's good yeah so it's pretty cool it's like oh that'd be really cool in the movie and I was just thinking like this is something that would definitely stick out in Connery's like yeah I feel like you would have watched this a lot more if that scene was in it when you were a kid probably you know? yeah mm-hmm but it's tough because I feel like my Batman instincts are always like be Batman purist. Like I'm only gonna watch the good, quote unquote, good Batman stuff. And this has been nice because I I was forced to watch um Batman Forever, and I actually had a fun time watching it. So I was like, you know what, this is good too. It's just a different zany Batman. I am in love with this Gotham City more so than Tim Burton's Gotham mm-hmm. City. I'll say. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this one so much more. What do you like so much more about it? I I like the aesthetic. Like it kind of reminds me of Arkham City. Like. And that's my favorite Batman game. So I was just like, it just, it looks kind of, it looks run down, but like the architecture, like all those like stone dramatic statues. And I, I really did like the neon aesthetic of everything yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Like that big, like it looks like a, that big, uh, like tired it, eyes sign, the aqua wash. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's really cool. The, the crossword laundry thing. Like yeah. all that stuff is so, is so cool. And I was like, this is great. This is like the gothic, gothic Gotham, but made over in the 1980s. Like it looks fantastic. Yeah, that's like the comic booky stuff I actually like about the movie, like where um, Edward Nigma like is hanging out. It's like got the crossword sign on it, but then there's other mm-hmm. parts, just like 
overall performances are so broad, I guess. They are, yeah. It's really, it's still a swing and miss. I, I like Two Faces Lair, even though it's so like kind of stupid and kitty. Really, he has it like what does Jim Carrey call it? Like home, home body, like bath and body, or something. And then it has like heavy metal. Yeah, he's both a summer, a summer and a winter. He's yes, both a summer and only and a he can do it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, that it's so bizarre. And like you, you saying that all the. It's like every single performance is super broad, and then there's just Val. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's just Val. Like it's just it feels so out of place to me. Like I honestly, when it comes to like I like I like Keaton a lot, but I kind of like the idea. Um, oh God, what's Christian Bale's kind of asshole Playboy mm-hmm. version the best? Yeah. I feel like it's the best disguise. Yeah. This is nothing. I felt like <laughs> I feel like Val Kilmer is no one. I kept thinking too. He's an emotionally repressed man child. Like that's what I got from him. Like yeah. and that's a version of Bruce Wayne I'm somewhat aware exists even in the comics just deadpan like dead inside person. Yeah. It's just the whole thing with Robin too. It's like, okay, well Bruce Wayne was at the circus. Robin's family died. Uh, it must be in it must be in the news that like he adopted him as a ward. It's like a twenty, it's like a twenty five year old ward. Like that man is like not a child. It was I don't know the casting. But of like Robin's he didn't weird. even adopt him. Gordon says like, I literally watched a little bit of this movie before we got on the show because like, to refresh myself. And Gordon goes, he has to stay with you, Bruce. He's got no one else. It's like what are you talking about? He has to stay with him. Yeah, I don't know because he has motorcycles, I guess. Like, no. what does that mean? Connery, come on. Did you see those laundry skills? Who would it take him in? <laughs> yeah, he got the floors all wet. <laughs> that's truly he the best. Him up after. No, he did one swipe with the mop and then threw it away. <laughs> that was going to be, asshole. that should have been my intro. Just Tyler whipping laundry around like a madman dentering. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was very productive and very sexy. Yeah, that's what, oh, I mean, that's what Alfred thought. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sorry, but there's nothing about Chris O'Donnell that's appealing to me. <laughs> what, what's his? He has that an outfit that he wears fighting in the blacklight scene, where it's like he, he has a neck like thing with like a Velcro strap, looks like, and then half his shirt's ripped, exposing like the midriff of his chest. Yeah, and then it knits back. I was like, I don't know what this shirt is. I don't understand. Is, is it '90s? Is that what that is? Is that a '90s style? Sure, it's a Joel <laughs> Schumacher '90s style. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And then um, I don't like him though. I don't. I don't like Robin. He just shows up later to like. He wears his Robin outfit, and it's just like, like even if he has like the new armor at the end of the movie, like people know who that guy is. He was wearing the yeah. same armor basically when he was at the circus. I expected there's a scene where he first helps Batman at the at cha- at Edward's uh, charity bo- or not his charity. He's like whatever, like new egg, new Edward Nigma box party. And I fully expected him to have like his old Robin leotard jumpsuit, the mask, and the Robin like bike helmet on for some demented reason. <laughs> and I probably would have lost my shit if he came in with that helmet on. It'd be good if he just had the helmet the whole movie. It'd be awesome. Remember when he uh, decides? Well, I guess she decides, but I don't know why they wrote in oh a woman being chased by a rapist and then wants to kiss oh yeah a random stranger. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was a, a strange move. And then she just runs mm. away for good. Yeah, it really sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, she, she wants to never see her again. She wants to kiss him and he's like, "I should do this more often." Just like, "Dude, you fucking weirdo." Like, <laughs> come on. 
want like even that same thing happens in spider-man too you know like when like men are attacking mary jane in the first one and i'm just like if you just think about it for a minute it's just like what what is this scene it's just like this weird like dated trope and i don't yeah. know yeah i can't imagine really anybody's in the mood to make out after like an attempted rape yeah it, i don't i i don't think so no i don't <laughs> i'd imagine not so i have a fun story so you know how the riddler is constantly making little notes and stuff and he uses cut out newspapers <clears throat> and i remember seeing this as a kid and I was obsessed with Jim Carrey as a kid. I loved the mask and I loved this. And I didn't understand the I, the concept of a ransom note at all. Mm. So when I saw this movie, I was like, oh, that looks so cool. So from after seeing this movie, when I'd make like my grandma a card or like holiday cards or happy <laughs> birthday cards, I would like do cut out ransom note type letters thinking like, oh, it's funny. It's from Batman and people being like, no, Caprice, this is scary. This is scary. This is to keep your identity private. Like, you just drew a little snowman stick figure on there and you're like, yeah. Mr. Police, happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah. My my grandma would do the same thing oh, no. all the time because she thought it was funny, except I think she was fully aware of what she was doing. She would send those notes to neighbor children if they were bugging her. Oh, and no. she would pretend it's like from some neighborhood creepy person. Like she would just do that. No. No. She'd be like, stay off that lawn or I'm going to get you, basically. And I was like, oh, my God, why, Benga? Jeez. No, I was trying to just be cute. Yeah, you're just being fun. She had malicious intent behind her actions. <laughs> the silence. <laughs> Taking a breath. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know where to go from there. Yeah. Yeah, right? This is where to go from no there. No one ever does. Just like weird scenes like Val Kilmer knocking down an entire door that's like 10 feet tall because he just heard, hears a woman like making sounds. He's like, oh, they must be in trouble. <laughs> and it's... Grunts. You're, yeah, you're just grunting yeah. or something. I'm like, dude, like, what? It? He just breaks down the door and it's just Chase Meridian, like, boxing or whatever. Like, it's like training. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's a Rorschach. What do you see? It's like, it's a bat. It's it is definitely a bat, a bat, dude. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. That is a picture of a painted bat. <laughs> yeah, like, what else do you want me to think that is? <laughs> I did have to look up for this movie. Like, I was like, all right, well, she's not getting, like, oh, because Commissioner Gordon comes up into one of the scenes at some point where, like, Chase definitely wants to fuck Batman. And I was like, oh, Commissioner Gordon cockblocks like Chase Meridian. But I'm like, yep. is there like a female version? And I had to look it up on Urban Dictionary. And Did you find it? Yeah, apparently Clam Jam is the same thing <laughs> as cockblocking. Wow. Like clam it. Jam. I like a Clam Jam. <laughs> That's great. So I learned something watching this movie today. Gosh, I'm going to so keep gross. that in my in my word bank. That's a nasty word. Yeah, it'll always it's, it'll be very useful in everyday conversation. I liked the 3D television stuff. I thought that was really yeah, cool. Like that is fun. The first yeah. guy that he brainwave. What does he do? Does he even a uh, uh, brain drain? Brain drains. Whatever. There's like the so 3D exhausted. fish and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like fisherman. that stuff. That's what I'm talking about. See, this movie brain drained me. I think. Yeah, I think absolutely. it did its job. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Just, the Riddler won. Just eat Riddler as much won. popcorn as possible. Um, <laughs> some casting stuff. There was, like, a bunch of people to, like, there's a bunch of options, basically, for Two-Face and Riddler. Um, Ooh. Do you want to play a little game and guess? If you get one of these, you win. So who do you think? Ooh. I have, like, a list of, like, five each. So who do you think they would cast for Two-Face besides Tommy Lee Jones? Nicolas Cage. 
<laughs> yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> no, it's going to be my guess, too. Dang it. Uh, I'm cheering right now to myself. Uh, that's a point on the board. Let's keep going until we run out of names. Sure. Okay, was this 94? Um, riddle me this. Who played? This is 1994 when this came out? E- 95. This is tough. Yeah. Okay, Connor, I'll just have... let you guess one, and then we'll move on. Uh, okay. I want to say someone from L.A. Confidential, like... <laughs> Uh, who plays the dorky guy in L.A. Confidential with the glasses? Uh, I haven't seen that movie, but Kevin Spacey? Not Kevin Spacey. Danny DeVito? <laughs> Not Danny DeVito. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> That's Two-Face. I'll take it. Jeff Bridges is Two-Face for 100. Wah. I guess in hindsight I should have structured this game better, because I'm no Riddler myself. <laughs> Give us the others. Al Pacino, Martin Sheen, oh. Willem Dafoe. Oh. Ooh. Oh. That would have been good. Robert De Niro. What if, like, Willem Dafoe and Al Pacino together? <laughs> like, as two characters but that are both Harvey? Yeah. No, like, I was like, one Harvey and the other one's the Riddler? That'd be crazy. <laughs> Al, Pac- Al Pacino as the Riddler. <laughs> That'd be very weird. <laughs> I just, I generally think that they didn't need both of these characters. Definitely not. No. That is so it's, crazy to me. Like, it very much becomes a Riddler movie, too. Like, Two Face is like his shtick is pretty much thrown out the window after the first act. Yeah. yeah. Clint Eastwood is also an option for Two-Face, and I can't imagine that being fun at all. He'd just be like, no. I'm Clint Eastwood. And then when he's like Two-Face, he's like, whoa, aren't I weird? It's like, that's the same voice. <laughs> Can you rattle off the list again? Yeah, Al Pacino, Martin Sheen, Willem Dafoe, Robert De Niro, Clint Eastwood, and okay. Nicolas Cage. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like Nicolas Cage is the only person that makes sense. Yeah. Martin Sheen? What would he do? <laughs> I don't know. He's the bad. <laughs> he he's the bad guy in Spawn. Uh, yeah, he's, he's yeah. the clown, the the violator. No, he's not the clown. That's John Leguizamo. He's like the uh, mercenary guy that gets Spawn killed in the beginning. Uh, Come on, nobody's gotcha. seen the movie Spawn from. <laughs> yes, I've seen Spawn, Tyler. <laughs> I've read the comics, Tyler. <laughs> Let's get him. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's seen the great movie Spawn, which has really great digital effects and everything, and everybody loves it. Yes, Tyler. Uh, All right, who's who is the Riddler? Uh, yeah, who's Riddlers? Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that'd be perfect. Phil Hartman, which I could like, I think I kind of like as like an under. Like, he would definitely not be all wacky like Jim Carrey. He'd just be, like, very dry Riddler. That yeah. would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, And I, like, I could see him as the scientist at first, too, and then just get, like, a little more zany. Mm-hmm. Not fucking screaming at every moment. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine Kelsey Grammer in those, like, tight onesie outfits <laughs> that Jim Carrey wears. Yes, have I'm, long like, hair. his big pot belly coming out. He has to have a big wig. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Matthew Broderick. I was like, okay. okay. Steve Martin, Adam Sandler, and Rob Schneider. Oh my wow. god. See, all of those make more sense to me. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. It just depends. Like, I feel like a more subtle Two Face could have been interesting, and then just a wacky Riddler, but both wacky. I mean, Billy was D- way too much. Billy Williams mm-hmm. was Harvey in the first movie, and I always think about like how he would have been, but. He might have just been boring. Who knows? It could have been the same as, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones? 
Tommy Lee Jones, I, I'm, I'm imagining, pretty, pretty much giving us the same kind of deal. Yeah, my only thought is if you cast, like, an older Riddler, I think Christopher Lloyd would actually be really good. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. I see that. He'd be a wacky, zany older man. He'd be another, like, brain weapon that he uses, like, in, the, in Back to the Future. He has that brain thing he introduces to Marty for the first time. <laughs> he just mind controls Marty. <laughs> That's how he got... Marty, I'm eating your brain! That's how he got the uh, nuclear... Uh, fusion stuff from the libyans oh i thought you were gonna say that's how we got his time train oh that too what else is there to really say about this movie it's really uh cinematic and excellent when uh bruce wayne stands up at the circus and says i'm batman like spartacus but nobody yeah. can hear him. I am batman. <laughs> very artistic what else is there to say i was waiting i was waiting for oh sorry go ahead go ahead no you go tommy lee this is my favorite it's not worth it every podcast yes it is go <sighs> Tommy Lee Jones lives with the basilisk from Chamber of Secrets. I think that was worth it. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was worth it. Thanks. That was good. Now it's your turn. No, I just, like you said, Tyler, just because I've seen kind of this era of Batman movies a lot, I get them mixed up, and I was waiting for Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> That'd be great. Just at the end. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was hoping, like, I knew, I'm like, he's not in this, right? He's not Mr. Yeah. Freeze. But then I was like, maybe he is. Like, I just kept, like, I knew he wasn't, but I'm like, maybe he'll just come out. Like, maybe he'll just be here in the movie at some point. <laughs> That'd be cool if there was just, like, uh, an iced-up place, and it was, like, the beginning of, or the end of Batman Begins. Like, the Joker intro, where he has, like, yeah. the Joker card, but it's just, like, super blatant mm-hmm. in this. And just, like, a whole room's Calls frozen, himself. and there's, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger-sized hole in the wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wiley Coyote? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when the other beams Looney Tunes into those women's minds. <laughs> yeah, I and never... one is angelic, and one is like Wiley Coyote in Hell. <laughs> I was gonna say Mad Max, but Wiley Coyote in Hell is better. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, why well, do I want to say Demi Moore? That's not the right name I'm looking for. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, thank you, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore of ET fame. What about when uh the Riddler and Two Face play Battleship? That's I liked I liked that scene quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That's my uh, second favorite battleship scene after the scene in um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Then <laughs> right. when they play battleship with death. <laughs> yeah. But I I do like um, when they hit B twelve because uh, Riddler says hit and my favorite vitamin might I add and it just makes me ask is the riddler a vegetarian like in the context of this movie like i could see that it's just like a really specific like <laughs> so i'm talking about the jokes in this movie i'm like does anybody even know what b12 is unless you're like vegetarian i don't i didn't <laughs> well doesn't b12 help with your brain oh maybe that's and doesn't why. and and doesn't i mean you look at his his svelte figure you know he just lives off of brain waves alone yeah, yeah. so maybe he supplements with b12 as well Interesting. That makes sense. Man doth not live by brainwaves alone. Oh, I totally, I just remembered this. He says at one point, joygasm. Yes, he does. Which made me to think like the like the Riddler is a, a pre kind of Reddit internet guy. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? I would agree with you. He's kind of like Holy. doing some cyber hack bullshit and... Mm-hmm. Saying joygasm. He doesn't know how to punch people. Screaming. He punches yeah. that yep. that cop who's just like standing there, and he's just like, "Ow!" I did like that scene. Yeah, it's funny. It's a good bit. He wants to prove is he's smarter than everyone else in the room, no matter the cost. Yeah, yeah. 
and he hacks everyone's yeah, brains yeah. and he hates batman mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he's cool I, I like that bit where bruce wayne shows up to edward's party and the his date go, looks up to him and says how come you don't look good in that suit as <laughs> good in that suit he's just like meh <laughs> i mean no I he says to... check my mole yeah how, how's my mole she goes, yeah fine <laughs> yeah i know this movie's just like it's trying to be as comic booky as possible but i was just like all right his hair goes dark red to like bright pink to dark brown to bright pink again and i was like he's ruining his hair he's gotta be wearing a, a wig right like <laughs> i think he's like dying his hair with manic panic or something that's a hair dye <laughs> <laughs> now i'm just thinking about it yeah I'm like how is he getting <laughs> yeah the last kind of villain outfit was insane the like diamond yeah. jumpsuit with the pink hair i was thinking i i can't believe because i'm a huge drag race fan i can't believe someone a drag queen hasn't like interpreted one of those looks oh, yeah. for the runway yet because they're pretty they're yeah, pretty that's, awesome that's pretty powerful they must have had a superhero theme at some point uh, for like just one of the runs maybe i'll do some research i'll report back please do because it would be a waste <laughs> if none of them did that i'd just be like that is sad yeah it's a yeah especially that last look it's yeah it's pretty mm-hmm. he definitely does like a pokey evolution or something from like computer <laughs> yeah. nerd man to like finding his place like with like the <laughs> the gr- he's like the middle form where he's got like the green tights and then he gets like the big sparkly tights at the end yeah. and he has like a he's skull like, a skull cane instead of his like riddle cane he's the true quiz master the riddler of riddles did you guys get get the bit? I was thinking maybe they did this to be funny, but in the very end where Chase goes to visit the Riddler in Arkham, the doctor is named Dr. Burton. Yeah. That she's, that's taking her on like Dr. Tim Burton. Ha ha ha. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's why he looked like that too. I get it now. I was like, why does this guy look so fucked up? <laughs> it's supposed to be Tim Burton. Because <laughs> he looks like Tim Burton. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently Tim Burton also handpicks Joel Schumacher. Because, like, oh. Sam Raimi was also in contention, I guess, and a few other directors, but then he chose Joel Schumacher, and then later on became stirb- disturbed by some of the pitch meetings. <laughs> Not because of Joel <laughs> Schumacher, but I guess they just wanted to... Because part of why this movie is so, like, a lot zanier is because, in part, McDonald's pulled, like, Batman Returns toys and stuff, because everyone thought it was too dark for kids. Mm. So this movie's definitely, and like... that's why the Batmobile looks like a toy. Yeah, this movie's a lot more toyish, but it also doesn't explain why, like, Dr. Chase Meridian is, like, horny as hell, and all the all the uh, henchmen look like, like BDSM guys, like... Yeah. But I guess you don't think about that stuff as much as a kid. No. I mean, if you really look at the burnt side of Two-Face, there's... Th- that ear hole is pretty gruesome. Yeah. It is. Like, that hair is nasty. I don't know. That's a weird... The choice is made because of wanting to sell toys is yeah. very interesting. It's weird saying... Oh, he's and there's... Purple in his, half his face is purple and veiny and his hair's crazy. It'll sell like kids to crazy. Well, and then I had the thought, of course, I think I know we all did. I'll speak for all of us here. When we sure. find out that there, when he's, you know, non-binary and he goes by they, and he has mm-hmm. his, two, his two ladies, yep. one ball is blue or purple and the other one's white, right? Ball? And like half his, and then half Ball? his dick is purple. Oh, okay, gotcha. oh yeah, he, he split right down the middle. Yeah, I doubt. Yeah. I doubt it really works if he like fell into that acid, right? Or does he have like? No, he, he was acid was thrown at his face by a mobster. So contrary to most people think, his entire body is not stained with acid, unless he did it to himself to be like, I need to be perfectly symmetrical, uh, and then later he just went absolute batshit and like poured acid all over his body. 
Hmm. Are you sure that that gangster didn't throw it on half his face and half of his balls? He probably got it on the crotchal area. He was just like, and drip, drip, drip on your balls and we're done. You're a beautiful Pollock painting or something. Because I just don't feel like his devil lady would fuck him unless half of his dick was evil too. I'd imagine so she'd be really upset to see like a bright pink penis. <laughs> a bright pink? <laughs> oh, that's horrific. I should have brought this up. Yeah. Connery ruined everything. <laughs> Definitely keep all of this in because everyone wants to hear this. Uh, no, they don't. See, I feel like I surprised them being like the nastiest one to make the most horrible joke with this shit. Yeah. Two Face just has like a, a red rocket. I was, Tyler, I was thinking that and I was not going to say it. I, I'm just hanging up. This is great. I calmly mentioned something that came to my mind. Split down the middle. Connor, just bleep all the things that we're saying. <laughs> just a big long beep. And it's just me like, no. Talking about penises, and you guys chimed in too. I'm a lady. <laughs> Women. Yeah, all right. That's all I was thinking about because I'm just as horny as Nicole Kidman in this movie. Okay? But for <laughs> but just... for Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah, for Tommy Lee Jones. You're Tommy Lee Jones in. as two as Tommy Lee Jones and for that dick. <laughs> <laughs> Even like so, I was thinking like his makeup, his pink face, purple face, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty gross. And then he turns, and he's just as wrinkly on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> his normal face yeah. is just super wrinkly. Yeah, you just look like this. The acid didn't do shit aside from dye your face. It's not that much prosthetics. Like I love Tommy Lee Jones. He just has like a very, uh, I don't even know if chiseled is the right word. Very expressive. His face has a lot of character. There's a lot of de- uh, definition. Definition. That's a good one. That's a very nice way of saying. He's wrinkles. got that yeah. 4K face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. Anybody have? I guess we're already like done with this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just hard to even talk about anything serious. It's maybe like plot. What plot? Who cares? Well, yeah, it's like I wish George Clooney was in this one too because I think he'd fit the tone better. Because Val Kilmer's like actually trying to act, Ooh. and like I think he's kind of good. Like he's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the rest of this movie's just so goofy. It's like like um, Jim Carrey's just on a totally different wavelength. So yeah, yeah. I always love you know. At the end of the day, I do always love a Jim Carrey performance. Does it exhaust me? Does it feel like I've been hanging out with an eight-year-old for two hours? Yes, but, you know, sometimes you need that. That's true. Keeps you alive. Keeps you going. <laughs> you feel like, I could handle having a kid after watching a Jim Carrey performance. Yeah, or not at all. <laughs> or not at all. It's the ultimate test. Yeah. Every You and your partner have to sit down and watch The Mask. And both, both of you come to the same consensus by the end. You may have a child. The last time I watched The Mask, I was coming down off of acid. That oh, was wow. not great. Much like Two Face no. himself. Yeah. He was like, somebody <laughs> stop me. <laughs> and I was like, please, somebody stop it. <laughs> stop it. Unlike please, somebody. Unlike Harvey Two Face, The Mask has balls of steel. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're making all these jokes, and I have to keep all that penis talk. Yes. Yeah. That's true. No, I, th- I like God. the idea of you just beeping it all and just me being horrified. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably not going to do that. That sounds really hard. 
So wait, what's the next one? Batman and Robin. What's in that one? Who's in that Mr. one? Mr. Freeze. And Poison Ivy. And Bane. <clears throat> yeah, and, and Bane. Bane. You're right. Oh, that, that Bane grosses me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's very veiny. He's just a wrestler, man. I know. They should just call him Baney. Instead of, instead of Bane. <laughs> Ew. Baney, baby. <laughs> Baney, baby. Come on. Why? Okay, so. Baney. Why are there so many villains in these movies? Why why can't they just narrow it down? Comic book? I don't know, man. They feel like they have figures. to have like a, like a a main villain and a secondary villain, like the brains and the muscle kind mm. of deal, I guess. But I don't know. A lot of Batman villains are threatening on their own, and they have enough layers where you could just probably tell a story with just one bad guy, but then everyone's like, how come this character wasn't there too? I only got to see one bad guy. Boo-hoo. I feel like you can kind of base... The, like how good a Batman movie is based on how many villains there are. Think about it. The ones with the with the most villains are the worst movies. Pretty much. Yeah. Those are like uh. I mean, even like like Dark Knight Rises. I feel like there's a little too much going on. You know. Yeah, we can count Bane's in it. I guess Scarecrow's technically in it, and uh, it's. I, I guess I'll count Talia Al Ghul. She is well, a bad guy. It's like the new one, like The Batman with Robert Pattinson. It's it's the Riddler, which I'm actually this movie made me more excited for that because I actually liked mm. the Riddler's like riddles in this. It's like, oh yeah, this is like at least what he does. <laughs> like it's at least mm, yeah. true to character. And then there's like the big gear trap thing that Batman has to get through in this, which is mm. pretty fun. Seems kind of classic. But I'm looking forward to the Riddler as like an actual like dramatic villain instead of like a mm-hmm. big zany man. I think that'll be interesting. There's him. I forget who else is in it. The Penguin is in it, but it's like... And then there's, like, one other villain, I think. It's just like, I just hope there's not too many villains again. Well, with with my formula, it's going to be bad. Because I just said the more villains, the worse yeah. the movie is. Back to formula. Well, like, it's a different <laughs> movie. <laughs> Still good. I gotcha. It'll be interesting for sure. Like, who knows how big of a part Penguin will play. Maybe it'll be a suspect for, like, a hot minute. And it'll be like, oh, Penguin's in this movie, but not really. And, uh... I hope it just focuses on the Riddler. That'd be fun. Like, a Riddler serial killer sounds fun. And a bunch of penguins with rockets on their back. Oh, I love the penguins with rockets. Who do you think is the most, like, disturbing villain in the films? Of all the Batman films. I was going to say, I was going to say, if you're talking about the comics of the Mad Hatter, but uh, in the films, the most disturbing. I'm going to say, I think the most disturbing one is Danny DeVito as the penguin, because he just kind of creeps me out a little bit. Yeah, he's very gross. What do you guys think? I 100% agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. <laughs> I was going to try to be like, oh, Jared Leto or something, but like, it's more so just lame. I don't know. Yeah, he's more annoying. It's definitely Penguin. He's just so gross. He bites a guy's it's, nose. Uh, oh, yeah, he bites someone's nose off, doesn't he? He's also like, he he's just, also very horny in like an aggressive mm-hmm. way, and it's gross. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm getting, like, embarrassment chills. Embarrassment? For, like, well, like, just, like, for that role. Like, it's just so, yeah. not embarrassment, I guess just the creeps. It's just, like, I don't know. I'm getting grossed out just by thinking of the penguin. Who was who on that? Who was on that podcast? Who did that one? Jacob Padilla. Oh, nice. Jacob was on the Nasty Penguin podcast. Nasty Penguin podcast. He was on the Nasty Penguin podcast with the potential future woke daddies. We got to bring that back. Yeah, we, we got to bring it back. <laughs> Whenever Jacob's on, we've got to do it. Yeah. We introduce ourselves as since Indiana Jones. Uh, which one was Jacob? Jacob, Indiana Jones, this? Tyler, was that? Or what did he do? Like, <laughs> I don't even know the context daddy. of this joke anymore. Spider Man 2. It, it was Spider Man 2. And we were. 
woke potential future daddies. I don't know what the context. We have to listen back to the episode to even understand what we were even talking about. Yeah, let's explain the whole joke and then not actually know what the joke's even about, and then keep this all in. Go back, go back and double our listens to the Spider-Man Two episode. It's probably a good one. And keep bleeping in the little bleeps in this Connery, so people get confused and think we're still talking about like Bane's dick. Yeah, probably. We haven't brought up Bane's dick yet. So let's talk about it. What do you guys think? Long and skinny or short and fat? Jesus. Definitely tuna can size. (laughs) But like, just... Oh my god. I hate you guys. I hate this. Connery's mom's gonna listen to this. She's gonna be so mad at me. (laughs) Alright, let's analyze every Batman villain's dick. Um... Scarecrow. <laughs> he he wears. Oh, sorry. He wears the most uncomfortable condom ever. It's a burlap sack. No, I just, I just picture like he he gives the like someone he's about to have sex with the drug too, and then he just puts a tiny little little burlap sack on top of his dick too to scare her. He's he has a lot of pubes and they're really wiry. <laughs> 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 I don't want to say it, but Joker, Tyler, I give you the floor. He has lipstick dick. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what other villains are there? The Riddler is hung like a question mark, of course. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. It, like, now I'm thinking about it more. curves to one direction. <laughs> it's a straight hook. You could catch a fish on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bat as a corkscrew. Oh yeah, was, yeah, of course, of course. Like a duck. <laughs> yeah, like a duck. Duh. Duh, of course. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Well, we did Bane. Razal Ghul. That's just a regular human penis. Um. He has, but he he, he, he likes. He does do a nice job with his pubic hair. Makes it very yeah, it's, straight. It's very well styled. He has a very yeah, nice goatee. Style. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we're missing one. We get one more. Uh, d- one more. Just one more. That's it. Penguin. We did. Wait, didn't we? We did. We didn't do penguin. Funny enough. I feel like he just has like Harvey Weinstein penis, where it's just like mutilated. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right, the game's over. <laughs> Podcast is done. Um, I like. I don't it know when, how we got here. Uh, Batman gets takeout in this movie. That's fun. Yeah, I'll get drive through. Yeah, drive through, not take out. Um, I don't remember that. It's in the very, the beginning, very beginning when Alfred's like, "Can I persuade you to take a sandwich with you, sir?" And then he just goes. The very first line oh. Batman says in this movie is, "I'll get drive through." Oh. There's not actually a scene, but it'd be fun if he was like at McDonald's, and I was like, "Synergy," that, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> yes, corporate synergy. I would, I would love it if that's the line, and then it just comes in. Baby, driving with McDonald's, and then he like turns it down to like pick up his order. Yeah, I needed more kiss from a rose in this movie. I felt like there needed to be a montage with that song. Absolutely, that would have been good. I hope McDonald's sponsors this podcast since we just talked about bleep 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 the whole time. No one, no one's ever gonna sponsor this podcast ever now. Maybe for all they have to do is listen to this episode for hymns or whatever or um. Yeah. Uh, Manscaped. Manscaped, yeah. I, yeah. I, just, I just didn't think that'd be the road we walked, you know? <laughs> AdamandEve.com. Yes. 
such such is life hey hey we're gonna get on all the... these sexual websites if you're yeah. listening let's go for it i guess if you got a tuna can dick if you got a if you got a corkscrew dick if you dick. got a, a harvey weinstein dick harvey weinstein dick whatever whatever <laughs> dick you have we have something for you at adamandeve.com <laughs> that'd be the commercial <laughs> so how does this podcast you... end wait, wait 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 batman may have you vexed but you'll have great sex Oh, uh, sorry. Right. The ED is at the end, but it, it, it works. It's, it's pretty good. So how do we end this thing? <sighs> you tell me. Well, Should I just start singing Kiss from a Rose acapella? Yeah, please. Should we go in reverse order <laughs> and recommend something that we've watched recently, or is that just out the window now? No, that sounds fun. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Since we normally do this in the beginning of the podcast, and we... I failed to set this up in any way po- at all. <laughs> you said, oh, Caprice is here. <laughs> I said, Caprice yeah. is here. Not even her last name. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just introduce her like this from for the rest of time. Yeah, what's anything that you could recommend, Caprice, that you've been watching or listening to or reading? Gosh. Oh, ah, gee. I mean, I've been watching so much 90 Day Fiance. It's a, it's a, a huge shame. Um, oh, boy. That's no but shame. But Tyler did recommend um, the house that Jack built. Oh. And I really liked that movie. And that's an older movie, right? It's a few years old. Uh, Yeah, it came out like... 2017 or 16 something like that i loved it i thought it was a great What's that movie about serial killer Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> serial killer <laughs> lars von trier yeah it's a good um, one yeah lars von trier movie matt Dillon's the main character who is a serial killer mm-hmm. and it's pretty long but i really like like the pace of it and everything so nice. yeah it's you feel like it's gonna be boring and then it it's absolutely it's pretty like pretty captivating I'll give it a watch as well, because that does sound fun. I like Lars von Trier. You, Connery. Well, I recently got caught up with The Mandalorian. Woo! So I am aware of all the all the inside things now. I know all about Ahsoka Tana. I know all about Boba, Bobity Fett coming back, and Thick Boba, or whatever everyone's calling him <laughs> Is now. everyone calling him Thick Boba? <laughs> That's what I saw online. <laughs> all right, sure. I only watched not, the first right? episode, so it's all ruined for me now. Thanks. Well, you know. That's how I do. Um, okay. Wow. Just like birthday presents, right, Connery? Just like birthday presents. Just like birthday <laughs> presents, Caprice. I think I ruined a Christmas a birthday present that Caprice wants to get Tyler yeah. in front of it. Yeah. Was it the Fraser pin? <laughs> yeah. 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 I was really excited to tell Connery because I knew he'd appreciate it, but then he spoiled it probably <laughs> under five minutes later. Oh, yeah. That's how yeah. it goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that's how I go. <laughs> anyway, so Caprice, you know, everything that's going to happen in The Mandalorian in the next few episodes. Cool. Uh, yeah, it, it's, I'm enjoying the second season a lot more than the first. I'll say that. Yeah, me too. And I'll recommend Doom Patrol, which is on HBO Max. And I've been enjoying that Ooh. a lot. I'm on like the fourth episode. I, I basically started it today. <laughs> so I was just working on my computer and watching that. Um, and all I can say is I really don't know how accessible it is for anybody that hasn't like read any Doom Patrol, but they're basically kind of, in a way, they're kind of like the, the DC version of X-Men. Like, they're all kind of, they're not like straight up mutants, but they all have powers and they're like shunned by society and they live in a house with a Professor X-like character, so it's pretty much X-Men. <laughs> um, yeah. But I really like Grant Morrison's run on that in the 90s, I believe, and this show is really just following that. And it's very strange. Um, in the comic, there is a living street. 
um, who is sentient. <laughs> There's a man who's like a muscle man in the back of like old comic books. He's a character. It's just a, it's just a bunch of really <laughs> weird stuff. So definitely recommend it if you're in for a weird time. What cool. fun we had, everyone! What a what a good time! What a mm-hmm. what an interesting director. You know what? This movie's really horny anyway, so I feel like we walked the path we were supposed to with this episode. Yeah, I mean, we're just acting as if Chase Meridian was our guest. So yeah, yeah. S- speaking of, actually, did anyone catch the last like little Batman montage? And they just do like a long close up on Val Kilmer's ass. <laughs> do they? They sure do. But to that note, yeah, this movie is horny as fuck. Mm-hmm. I know in the next there one they show even more like butts and nips and stuff in the outfits. In what? The time. In Batman and Robin. So all in due oh. time. All well, I can't wait to not watch that. But this was a great. <laughs> this was real fun. I wish Al Pacino was two faced now, so he could go hooah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he has to do it twice every time. He has two faces, <laughs> but it's the same. I wish I wish Jake was here so we could do a good Al Pacino impression. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right, uh, Caprice, do you have anything to plug? No. Check out. I don't. Check I'm out just working. wrestling. Yeah, I mean. Wrestling? Check out Timpano. I've been making Timpanos. You can l- l- research that. If you want to check out uh, WWE on Twitch starting in January, I'm the lord of their channel now, so oh, there's nice. that. <laughs> but yeah, and if you want a Timpano, I will sell you one for $60. Wow. I'm just kidding. Please don't. No one try to make me. I made a timpano for Tyler and, and Lily. It was really good. They liked it. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. Uh, do, you know it... what, do you know what it is, Connery? No, I have no idea. I'm guessing it's an alcoholic drink. <sighs> Excuse me. It's food with no alcohol in it. Tell me what it is. It's a, it's a giant pastry that is basically filled with six or seven different Italian dishes. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That does sound intense. That's a hardcore makeup then. Mm-hmm. Now I'm it imagining great. it as a cocktail. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's like penne and meatball cocktail. I'm, mm. I was imagining like a long, I'm imagining a long pastry, like one of those eclairs, but just pastas inside of it. It's like, that... no, it's big. It's like tall. The, the oh, okay. one I made on Thanksgiving was like 14 pounds. That's Tyler's was only, I think, eight. Wow. I ate more of it today, and now it's gone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. That's another movie recommendation. Check out Big Night if you haven't. It's about oh, yeah. uh, an Italian restaurant and Stanley Tucci and Tony Shalhoub, and they make a timpano. Spoilers. That's a good combo. <laughs> it's a great movie. So, Connery, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games with no penis jokes in them, then you should check out wow. Starship Impala. <laughs> Until you have me on. <laughs> yeah, until I have you on, Caprice. Well, <laughs> when the show revives and it comes back from the dead, I'll have you on and it'll be a whole new ball game. But for now. <laughs> it'll rise out of the grave. Hey. It'll rise out of the grave. More powerful than it's ever been. But for, for now, it seems to be very, very dead. <laughs> and yet, anyway, I'm there's, there's 100 it. hours of backlog. Yeah, there's like there's backlog stuff you can go through and it'll be a good fun time for you to just listen to. And when the revival comes, it'll be great. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, not much right now. Just follow me. I'll do a different Instagram this time. Uh, follow Ooh. me at neon underscore apothecary. That's A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y. Uh, that's like one my second account or whatever. I just take pictures of neon. And when I was driving around the state of California, I found a bunch of cool neon on the shoot I was just doing. So I'm just posting that. <laughs> I still have a little bunch of 
photos to edit for my normal feed. So, yeah, do that. <laughs> and follow me on Twitter at TyAmiVice, T-Y-A-M-I-V-I-C-E. I can't spell. And follow us at FranchisePod <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com. Even though nobody ever emails us, asks questions, or even signs oh. us up for spam, how dare you? And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, send us suggestions and we'll read them out and stuff. Come on, so do it. There used to be a grain tower alone on the sea, and you became the light on the dark side of me. Oh God, I can't sing to this. Baby, I compare you to a kiss from the rose on the grave. Ooh, tomorrow can I feel the stranger it feels, yeah. That's all I got for you. I love it. And if you want to hear more of that, check out. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks Uh, for joining us, everybody. uh, Join us soon for Batman and Robin. And, well, like the great Riddler (laughs) once said, in reference to this episode, I hope they can find the little black box. Because <laughs> we all just crashed the ship. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Make good choices. <laughs>